Another loss for the Steelers this week. That's how I open every single podcast now, and it's pretty great. Welcome back, guys. Episode 7 of the pod, week 8 of the NFL season, over. And uh, Zach, welcome back. Hello, hello, I'm back, and, and we are joined by guests. It's the second worst manager in the league, Eric. Wow. Hey, guys, honored to be here. I'm shocked that you let me on after trashing me all year, but now I'm going to speak some truth into this podcast for the first time, and I think the league is going to enjoy hearing that this whole episode. Wow. Hey, we like we like giving uh, people a chance to come on here and defend themselves. Guy, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later, but I'll, uh, I'll be going in depth on some of the moves I've made and, and why... Contrary to your thoughts, they're actually good news for my team. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that too, Eric. Glad to have you on. And wow, guy, <laughs> coming in a hot with the introduction and already shitting on Eric. <laughs> this is great. All right, this is going to be a good that's podcast, that's, guys. That's what, we, that's what we do on this pod. This is what we do. We just trash people. And, and, and no how I said... No, how I said second worst. I assume everyone knows the worst is. No, I, I don't. Is, uh, Could you tell me? That's Taylor Made, um, managed by Alex Rutherford. Horrible, horrible manager. He's easily the worst manager this year. Uh, really low participation this year from Alex. I don't know why. Uh, he just kind of gave up already. Not making any trades. No waiver wire pickups. Makes Terrible our, manager. Makes our life easier. In the distance between Eric and Alex, guys, is, is I mean, it's that's a lot. It's a lot. Yes, thank lot. you. But <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a compliment, Eric. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, compliment all year. All right, all right, all right. Well, guys, let's get into it. Eric, great to have you on. We're gonna have to. We're gonna try to make this a short podcast because last week's was an hour and a half. And we've been promising to try and get you shorter podcasts because I know it's a lot to listen to. So we'll do our best. And because Xavier basketball is back, baby. First exhibition game tonight. And I am yeah. hyped. Two hyped. hours from tip. Or under two hours from under tip. We're going to see Miller, Miller and the boys. Sean Miller is back home tonight. Jerome Hunter and the crew. Hopefully they can... Look decent. That'd be nice. What's your prediction on the year, guys? Oh boy. Um, I'm thinking. I think they finished top five in the Big East, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I've been saying this for two years in a row, though, and they finished like eighth. I was gonna say top four. I think we're gonna finish fourth, um, and I think that we will make the tournament. That's my prediction. I mean, we don't have Paul Scruggs anymore, who did a lot of good things, but he also did ton of bad things yeah i'm just excited to see what all the the guys who are returning how they play under sean miller and just the yeah. new system that sean brings and then the freshmen that are coming in and, maybe uh maybe they can hit some shots in this new system travis steel system they seem to miss a lot of wide open shots yeah i really like the make shots offense that's probably my favorite yeah. offense in the game so I mean, at least sean make like 40 percent, not like make 22%. Adam Kunkel, Eric's boy, is going to uh, be leading us in three-point shooting. I'm gonna. That's going to be my prediction this year. Big East player of the year, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Adam Kunkel? 
Adam Kunkel, baby. Is he gonna? Is he starting this year? I think I'll start. Is he gonna be a eh. first guy off the bench? I think um, first two guys off the bench. If I had to guess, he might get a start just because he's a senior. But we'll see. All right, let's let's uh let's run down through you who your uh your starting five would be. Well, hang on. I want to get Eric's prediction first. Eric, okay. what do you think Xavier's gonna for, do this year for the season? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'll go fourth in the Big East. I think we're picked second in preseason, which is wild. Yep. Um, not not seeing that. I think Nova's still cream the crop despite the departure of of uh. Can't I'm blanking Jay on Wright. his name. Jay, Jay Wright, Wright. Yes. gentleman Jay. So I'm I'm saying top four, top five. I think they'll sneak in the tourney. The Big East probably won't be very good again this year. Yeah. Um. So I think they can clean up Sean Miller. Better coach than Travis Steele, and we have pretty much the same personnel. So, plus a couple freshmen, and I think uh, I think they can squeak in the tourney. I just hope they're playing. That's my bachelor party weekend, so hope they're playing that weekend. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be sweet. Do uh, they play games in Nashville? Nah, but no games in Nashville. Just where's the uh, final four this year? Anyone know? I thought San Antonio. San Antonio, San Antonio for yeah. sure. I feel like it was just there. Wasn't it just there? Uh, it was in Houston. Yeah. Like 2018, I think it was in San Antonio. Xavier oh, was a one seed. You know what, guys? Yeah. You know what? Xavier makes the uh, Final Four. First time ever. Got a place to stay. Got Madison's parents. True. Free right. free accommodation. We can make our way down there. That would be awesome. All right. It's enough Xavier basketball talk. There'll be plenty of that in pods to come in this year. True. Um, also one more little rambling shout out election day is this Tuesday. If you live in Cincinnati, vote for judge Jody Lubers on the ballot. I don't need to say anything more. Thank you very much. You're the best. Uh, oh, and also I, I guess one little side piece to that. I have jury, jury duty this week and it sucks guys. I hope none of you ever get jury duty because it's <laughs> not I, very fun. You guys remember in college, I got jury duty. At our region house, and then the legendary Jody Lubers got me out of it. What? Because it was during exam week. Yeah, I so, do not remember I this. That. When was this? Yeah, it's it when you when you were gone. Was I gone? Yeah, actually, you're in Spain, I think, because it was our junior wow. year. I got a letter, and Alex comes upstairs. He's like, "Hey, man, look at that letter you got." <laughs> <laughs> it was jury duty, and uh, I was like, "I can't do this." And it was literally exam week. I'm pretty sure. And so I actually called your mom, Michael, and, and she's like, yeah, I, I can get you out of it, but I really want you to try it. And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I just don't want to do it during exam week. She's like, okay, I'll get you out of it. So Nice. Always remember that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not fun, let ask, me tell can you. I, can I ask a question here? Why does Alex go through people's mail? <laughs> He's he done this to me. He saw the letter on the top. It was an obvious, he wasn't opening my mail. Oh, so he didn't was, open it. Okay. Yeah, it's it a pretty a obvious letter. The letter you get is pretty obvious. It yeah, says, like, okay. you have been summoned in big letters. and yeah. yeah. So you don't throw it away, I think. Yeah. But Alex has opened my mail before. <laughs> Are you referencing the package that you received? Yes, from, he opened, uh, he's, opened, he's opened multiple packages for me. Just, like, opens them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was condoms because yeah, you were too afraid to go to Kroger and buy them yourself I know. God, that's awesome I don't like I don't like people knowing what kind of stuff I'm doing you know Dude, they have self checkout 
What are you worried? <laughs> no, well, in the Norwood Kroger, you had to freaking get, like, someone to come unlock the cabinet. It's, it was a bigger hassle than it was worth. Say it's for a friend. Come on. It's for a friend. It's my little friend. My little friend down here. Jeez. All right, guys. Let's get into this. We're already eight minutes into the pod. All right. <laughs> We got two mailbag questions this week, guys. We got one from Matthew Kent, and he asks, have there been any trades you've made that have either propelled your team to success or completely derailed your season? Eric, we'll let you start. You're the the guest. We'll let you start if you can uh, think about any. It doesn't have to be just this league. Yeah, ever. Okay. Um... Anything I vividly remember two years ago, I traded with Zach early in the year. Um, my second round, or maybe third round pick, early round pick, Kenny Galladay for James Robinson. Um, at the time, I received James Robinson, and I traded Kenny Galladay. At the time, the group chat, actually Jared specifically, was basically <laughs> giving, a, giving me crap for that. He's like an undrafted running back for... Uh, like your second round pick or whatever and James Robinson ended up having a monster season um propelled me to the playoffs that year for sure and uh I think I ended up taking second but that was the most memorable trade I've had and it's funny because Jared trashed it and that just goes to show always trust your gut um and I'm not going to speak on my trades yet this year because one week isn't enough to judge but Looking pretty good early on. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's not out of character for Jared to uh, comment on <laughs> trades unless it's his own, you know? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I mean, this is the man who uh, who clowned my Stefan Diggs pick two years ago in, like, the seventh round. He said it was a horrible pick. Jared Miller. Uh, what about you guys? Trades? I remember that trade. Um, I do not and I thought it was a good – I mean, it was a good trade for me because I needed receivers. I just needed to, like – and I had a really good roster. And I got rid of – I don't even think I was playing James Robinson. So I figured I would get – I think I had Kenny Galladay the year before, and he was just so solid. Um, but then he ended up being hurt, I think, basically the entire season. So I gave up James Robinson for nothing. Was that James Robinson's breakout year? Yeah, oh, this is a rookie, rookie year. Rookie. Yeah, he had a, a monster year. year. Yeah. He's getting 15, 20 a game. So. Man, that's sad, Eric. You just dropped him, too, in this league this year. I was hoping – I wanted to see the Jets use him. I know it was his first week, but looking like Michael Carter's carrying the load. So, if anyone wants to take a flyer on him, he's out there. Yeah. But just – I don't know. He had a great start to the year, and then the Jags just – They just, didn't just give took him over. the ball. Yeah. And even – when ETN was out, they were giving Hasty the more of the carries. So clearly, yeah. they something was going on there because he had a great start to the year. I don't know what happened. That was strange. Almost like out of nowhere, they just gave up on him. I don't know if it was because yeah, ETN was dealing with like an injury and they were giving him the workload early. I don't know. Week three, he had 17 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. Right, and then yeah. the next week yeah. against Philly, which was a really tough game, bad game. Um, eight carries for 29 yards. And yeah. then it just kind of stopped. 
Yeah, I think you guys even said after week three, it was looking like the pick of the draft. I took him really late. I was hoping that he well. could at least play carries with ETN. I know it was at the time. Not, well, not no, no, the jinx, the jinx, the jinx again. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Exactly. But, yeah, it looked like a, a great take. I just took him late. I thought he might split carries, and, you know, ETN has an injury history. Well, I guess he's only been in the league a couple of years, but had a brutal injury last year, so. Turned out to not be as good of a pick as I thought. Oh, I, I think it was a good pick, at least for early season. He didn't last you long, but I think it hurt yeah. you because you just went zero running back strategy. And yeah. then it's come back to bite you, and you had to do what you did last week. So Yeah, well, we can talk about that later, but yeah. I think gave me assets at wide receiver to allow to trade for starting running backs now that I'd rather have, so... Sure. All right, guy. Any trades uh, that come to mind for you, good or bad? Yeah, I got I got one, and it happened last year. That um, really, I mean, I, I was in trouble after a couple weeks. I was like going two, and I made a trade with Pap. It was uh, I gave him Miles Sanders for Deontay Johnson. Oh my! And I was I was struggling for. I needed receivers bad. And Pappas needed a running back, so it was pretty like fair at the time. But Miles Sanders was horrible last year, and Deontay Johnson was, I mean, just really solid. Like week in, week out. And your eyes rage for Miles Sanders knows no limits. Well, yeah, it's because I had him last year. We he hate was just that so man. Bad. He's, like, so he's bad. like decent, but this now. year, yeah, he's good. It's so annoying. He's not amazing. He's still not amazing, but he's pretty good. Better, way better than last year. Yeah, but that really helped. I mean, I don't. If I don't make that trade, I probably don't have the season I did. Win the league. Well, yeah, I probably don't win the league. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's a pretty good trade. season. <laughs> yep. Um, nothing really sticks out in my mind. Um, I, I I really haven't made that many trades in previous years, and nothing that's ever made a real impact for me. Um, last year I did trade, I traded with Pappas last year too, actually. I traded him Amari Cooper for Calvin Ridley. Uh, and that was right before Ridley <laughs> got suspended for the year. Or, he left it. No, I'm sorry. He left the team for personal reasons and didn't play the rest I of the year. I remember you were, you were going to trade someone with me and then you basically yeah. told me to screw off and then went to Pappas and I was, <laughs> I was going to give you Amari Cooper, uh, for somebody. Amari I think Cooper for a, yeah, run, a running back maybe. Yeah. J- it was James Conner. And you got that was, uh, that's a huge. You played, you played, trade. You played yourself. I played myself big time there. Yeah, I'm. My trades usually never work out too well for me. Um, they don't really derail my season, but they don't generally help me. So, yeah, Matt, thanks for your question. We appreciate that, and we also got a last minute second question from Jared Miller this week. And I'm reading this for the first time. He says, "I'm going to be at the Panthers Falcons game next week." With that in mind. What? Do you enjoy going to Sunday NFL games, or are you too worried about the other five to eight games going on that you're not able to watch, specifically Sunday games because they overlap with each other? Why on earth is he going to the worst game of the probably the year? <laughs> like that's so random. Also, he's randomly in Atlanta or something. I, that's in Carolina. They just played in Atlanta. They just played last week. Jared, I'm I'm assuming you're gonna buy a Dante Foreman jersey, right? Since, Wait, uh, they're playing again. You're, you're Is hyping he this Sunday? Next, Wait, they're next playing week. Back, back. No, next oh, week. Next week. week. Okay. Uh, yeah. like they're playing two weeks in a row. No. There's no way. <laughs> next week. 
Well, if I was going to a shit game like that, I'd be kind of pissed that I couldn't watch Red Zone all day. But if it was like a Bengals game, um, I wouldn't care. Also, I'd kind of like it because I w- wouldn't be looking at my fantasy score and thus causing me anxiety. Yeah. I'd say this is a funny question. I'm actually going to the Bengals-Panthers game this weekend. Um, why? Because I got a free ticket. It's Caitlin's cousins are from Charlotte, so they're why? coming up. So. Because I have a free ticket. <laughs> Yeah, so I I'll take it, but I no I'd say depends if there are other good games going on. I'd say this is more so a college football question. If I'm going to like a Wisconsin game and there's way better games on and they're playing some not as good opponent, I feel like I'm missing out a little more. But I don't know NFL. There's so many weeks. There's 17 weeks or 18 weeks now with the bye. Um, I'm not mad if I'm missing one week, really. And yeah, you don't have to check your scores on your fantasy team, worry about that. Yeah, I think that gives you some relief. And they're enjoyable. I've only ever been to one NFL game in my in my life. And really? uh yeah. And that was in college. So, um it was it was an interesting experience. I actually didn't like it as much as watching on T V. Um, so I the think best that, the best part is tailgating. So if yeah, tailgating's yeah. involved, then I was also just with my family. I think it'd be more yeah. fun if I was with you know you, some of you guys. Um, wow! After yeah. after this Sunday, I will have been to more Bengals games than Michael Boyer. Yeah, congratulations! That's <laughs> shocking. Poor fan. Yeah, very, very poor fan. Sure. Um. So yeah, I honestly, I don't know if I can answer that to be honest, but I I do like watching Red Zone quite a bit, um, just to see what everyone in the NFL is doing and what all the games are going on. So, so yeah, all right, that's our mailbag section for this week. Move on to the uh, NFL around the league. Bengals uh, took a disgusting loss on Monday night, Halloween night, to the Browns. That was that was the worst game of the year. <laughs> that looked horrible. Disgusting. I I don't really have any words for it. Um, other I mean, than I didn't really watch most of the game. I watched. I just turned it off at halftime. Yeah, you didn't miss much, honestly. Yeah. So I know. Uh, but we suck in prime time, and we also suck against the Browns. So I'm actually not that concerned about I think, it. I think we just also just suck. Period. <laughs> yeah, that might be true as well. So. I mean. Every time they pan to Zach Taylor's face, he's always got the most confused look. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I, I actually... Good, good. I just honestly think he is confused. I don't, I don't know. He's, he's bad. We you say know, this every the, week. All the signings in the offseason, all the talk was the Bengals fixed their O-line. They're so much better. What happened to... Wild I think the O line is just bad. Actually, been decent in the oh, defense. Well, the defense didn't look good. Jonah Williams is bad. Oh Lyle, yeah, well, yeah. Lyle, Lyle Collins. Jonah Williams. Lyle yeah, Collins is bad. Jonah Williams has not gotten better. That's probably one of the big issues. The interior line is okay. The tackles yeah. are bad. Yeah, Jonah That's Williams funny. was 
garbage. I mean, he was going against Miles Garrett, but he just completely whipped on like two or three, just like barely touched. Yeah, well, the Bengals didn't even run the ball, and that's what the Browns have sucked at this year. Everyone has run all over. Well, them. I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals really can't run the ball. Yeah, but you gotta try. I, I think they tried somewhat. I mean, Zach Taylor, that dude is obsessed with running the ball. I just think our play calling is extremely bad, extremely poor. Dude, the average Joe Blow on the street can tell you that. That's how that's how bad it is. Like people who don't know football understand that how bad of a game he's calling. Yep. Like they can't get the running game going, and a lot of their offense last year was play action passes down the field, and they just cannot do that because no one bites on the run because they can't run the ball. Gonna have to now. Jamar's out, but we'll see. Um, Steelers loss at Philadelphia this week. Uh, that game. It got interesting in the second half because they let the Steelers score. And uh, the Eagles really just don't like to score in the second half of games, but um, never really got close. Um, Packers, Eric, lost to the Buffalo Bills this week. That actually wasn't that bad of a game from your perspective, but I think it was kind of a trap, making you think that the Packers are decent and they're really not. No, there's no moral victories in the NFL. People are saying, well, they played them close. It really wasn't that close. They were never really in the game. So it's disappointing. They need to feature the run game more. Um, It's just a big reason why I traded for Aaron Jones. Um, I guess I can get to that now. I thought Aaron Jones is obviously the best player on their offense, if not their team as a whole. He's the only guy who can move the ball when they – they feature him um, in the pass game. He needs to get five catches a game at least. And he's getting like 10 yards a rush. The Bills D was, I think, the number one run defense in the NFL prior to last week. They might still be statistically. But um, even A.J. Dillon was getting some good runs. Uh, he's really kind of falling off a cliff, though, too. But, yeah, I think they need to feature Aaron Jones. Um, obviously, their wide receivers have been disappointing, but – um, I think they'll continue to unleash Aaron Jones. I think a big reason they weren't giving him touches is because they wanted to manage his load. He's had a lot of carries the last couple of years in the regular season, and maybe they felt he was too burned out by the playoffs. But now you're looking at three and five, and you, you're you like, we need to win games, so we got to start feeding the beast. Because um, Dylan was getting so many snaps over him earlier in the year, and I was just so confused. Why are they doing this? But I think it was load management. But now you just gotta, you gotta unleash the beast if you want any chance at the playoffs. So, got an easier schedule coming up. Sorry, Lions fans, but they play at Detroit next week. <laughs> um, hopefully, you get right game. But you know the season's over if you lose at Detroit, um, three and six. And then they play. They got a couple home games against the Cowboys and Titans which are at Lambeau, which they play much better at Lambeau. And, um, yeah, get right games. You got to win at least three of the next four because they play at Philly Thanksgiving weekend. So three of the next four to have any shot at the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings are looking good. And they just made a trade that we'll get to uh, that has some fantasy impact. I don't think very much, but some fantasy impact. But real-life impact, they, they got better. So it's going to be tough to catch them. They're 6-1. and one. 
I think the division's gone, but there's seven playoff teams now, three wild cards. Yeah, honestly, the NFC, it's been kind of shit. That's our only hope. It's really bad. We're fighting with, like, Washington and whoever else for the seventh spot. I think we can can catch them. Panthers, Bucks, three and five. Saints, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 49ers, Rams. Rams, maybe. too. Yeah, the Rams have been bad. But, There's a lot I of mean, teams that are 3-5 and five to 4-4, four and four, so. Yeah. yeah, the NFC is really bad compared to the AFC. We got a shot. We got a shot. All right, and you mentioned the Lions, who uh, lost this week at Miami. Or actually at home, I'm sorry, in Detroit. It was a Miami. shootout. That was a shootout. Lions, <sighs> the defense is so bad. It is. They were winning that game. I think they were up over 20 points in that game. Close, uh, I think it was a 14. Close 14. Those two scores. But man, yeah, just <laughs> tragic for Ty, Ty, all the Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle had a field day. Yeah, the yeah. Miami, the Miami passing offense is is crazy. Yeah, you have two wide receiver ones on your team for two to throw to. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Tua's got the team. most. He's got the worst arm, dude, and. He can't throw the ball more than like forty yards in the air. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I in the second round of this year's draft, I was between C.D. Lamb and Tyreek Hill, and I thought I went with Lamb because I thought he'd get more targets than he's been getting, and also was worried about Tua being able to throw the ball down the field the way Mahomes did. But it doesn't matter because Tua underthrows him Tyreek Hill by ten yards, and he still catches it. He still he comes he, still he comes back into it so well. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah Tyreek Hill, huge – he's still the same guy. Huge miss by me, but we're lucky to have him, Zach. You got his 1B, though, Eric. I believe I got clown for that pick, too, from Jared. <laughs> pretty sure he told me that was a bad pick. Not pretty yeah. sure. He definitely did tell me that was a bad pick. But Waddle's scoring all the touchdowns, so – Yeah, that's a, a – dude, if, if Tyreek Hill could just find the end zone, he would be our – he'd be the receiver one. But he's only got two this year. Is he not receiver one? He's a Diggs three, I think. I think it's Diggs, Cup, Hill, and Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson's not finding the end zone this year either. It's been my problem. It's been really annoying. I mean, he's getting upwards of 150 receiving yards almost every single game, but he can't score touchdowns. Crazy, crazy, crazy from Tyreek. I'll turn it around. Uh, and then the last team that's relevant for us, the Chicago Bears, who actually look good, but lost to defense, Dallas at defense, Dallas this week. Yeah. Defense went yeah. down. Justin Fields is starting to look a lot better. And they traded for a receiver that can hopefully help them. Yeah. So there's optimism for the Bears. There is optimism. I mean, they have, they're the same record as the Bengals. Are they really? Are they? Are they? I think. No, they're, no, they're not. Yeah, they're three, three and four or three and five. Some. What are the Bengals? I don't even know what the Bengals are. This, four to be honest. Bengals are four and four. Okay. Yeah, Bears are three and five. Yeah. So, but it was against Dallas, and they looked. Dallas's defense is really good, so mm-hmm. there's some hope there. Uh, decent amount of injuries this week from games and from practices prior. Devin Duvernay, or not Devin Duvernay? I'm sorry. This should have been Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman hurt. Uh, He's always hurt. Gus Edwards hurt. Mark Andrews hurt. These are all to varying degrees. Ezekiel Elliott banged up. Um, Cowboys are on a bye this week. 
uh, Debo Samuel hurt, Darren Waller hurt, Jonathan Taylor took a knock but came back in the game, uh, Cooper Cup as well. So those are all. How how funny would that be if Jonathan Taylor <laughs> and Mark Andrews both don't play this week, for Alex? Uh, it, I mean, it doesn't matter even if they do play. I know it doesn't matter, win. but that would just be so funny. <laughs> that would be so funny. I really hope that happens. <laughs> we'll see. I know Jonathan Taylor. The ro- the roster that he would put out <laughs> would be would be the probably the worst roster ever put out in this league. Period. <laughs> if he didn't have those two guys, yeah. <laughs> it honestly might be. I don't even know who he has. We we can touch on that when we do our previews for this week. Jimmy yeah. might have put out some worse. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy could have. Yeah. Or Kyle. Kyle, sure. Kyle wasn't bad. Jimmy was worse. Yeah, but... Jimmy was way worse. Dude, Jimmy just like would play guys on bye because he wouldn't look. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow he won a league. Crazy. <laughs> All right. But other stuff happened in the NFL this week, and that was the trade deadline, which ended yesterday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So let's do a little this rundown. This is one of the most busy deadlines in a while. Like, yeah, there was, there was some. There was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we'll just touch on the fantasy relevant trades for this week, uh, starting off with Chase Edmonds to the Broncos, who was not the headlining piece. It was Bradley Chubb. Uh, Edmonds just got thrown in for shits and giggles, I think, to the Broncos. But Chase Edmonds to the Broncos. And I don't even know where he falls on that depth chart. Is he he's, second? Like he's obvi- he's he obviously going to be the RB. He's going to be RB1, guys. And uh, he's on my bench. I know people are looking for RBs, so I'm listening to offers on. Oh, on Chase Jesus Edmonds. Christ, Jared Miller. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a receiver if anyone's willing to give one. I think Alex needs. I think, I think yeah, he does. Um, but I know Jeremy's looking to get rid of Amari Cooper, so maybe that could be a fit. I know he's uh, looking for some RBs. Oh yeah, Jeremy needs more running backs to fill his dying need exactly. of running backs on his roster. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, but thoughts here, Eric? Do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I don't. I mean. I think this is completely irrelevant for fantasy. Yeah, non-factor. I think, if anything, he just might catch passes because the Broncos are going to be losing games. Yeah, no opinion here. I have no idea. All right. (laughs) I read read somewhere where they're looking to get him 10-plus targets a game. All right, guy, we're just going to cut you off. We're going (laughs) to cut you off here. (laughs) Chase Claypool. (laughs) Chase Claypool, the Chicago Bears, for a second-round pick. To the Steelers. This is interesting to me. Done despite the Green Bay Packers. That's what I think. Which is awesome. They they knew the Packers were looking at them. Same with the same with the Hawkinson trade, honestly, which we'll get to. But well, you know, these teams trading pass catchers that the Packers direly needed. So the Bears, they were willing to give up a second round pick. Maybe the Packers said third round, but Yeah, it seems a little high to me. Although yeah. he seems like a slight overpay. Still really they do young. need receivers desperately, though. And he's still really young. And he's yeah. been in the league. So it dep- I think it depends where they play him. He's got a lot or of how... potential. I think yeah, he does. 
he was a star two years ago, and I don't know if it's just the quarterback play the last two years. I'm not sure Alex could tell us a lot more as a diehard Steelers fan he is, but <laughs> I think it's the TikTok. I think it's TikTok happening to Chase Claypool is what happened. Yeah. He's got potential. He does like have potential. Well, that's what potential. happens at Pittsburgh. You have one good year, and then you fall off. You get a TikTok, you dance on logos, and yep. everything goes it downhill. Popped. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Chase Claypool could be interesting uh, on Pappas' roster, which, honestly, he needed because the Steelers are on by this week, but we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, yeah, Eric, TJ Hawkinson trade to the Vikings. We've talked about this already a little bit briefly. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, just straight up disrespectful move to they say the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Um the Lions I mean the Packers weren't gonna catch the Vikings in the division, but just giving uh I'm not I'm not saying Hawkinson's an elite tight end or anything, but just giving him uh basically for a couple was it later round picks? I forget. They didn't get anything great for it, did they? They traded picks for picks okay. it's very interesting um the vikings got hawkinson and i think a fourth rounder and they gave the lions like a fourth and a fifth yeah so basically for nothing they or a third and a fourth a something end. like that yeah <laughs> so yeah I, we'll see i don't know how much he's actually going to be utilized in the vikings offense they haven't really used their tight ends historically with Kirk Cousins offense the last three four years so I actually disagree with that I think really yeah I think Kirk likes to throw to his tight ends um I think Irv Smith has been hurt the last two years and he got hurt again this week uh so they need one but Munt just scored a touchdown for the Vikings this last week backup tight end so I think Kirk actually likes to throw to his tight ends so I think this is just another weapon to the Vikings offense that makes them better and probably makes Kirk better because Hawkinson's a much better route runner and pass catcher and just athlete almost just like another receiver um but honestly fantasy wise I think this is just like no impact on TJ Hawkinson's fantasy value I think it'll be like basically the exact same as what he was in in Detroit if anything probably less targets um because they have a better offense and they run the ball better, but more of a red zone opportunity and touchdown opportunity for Hawkinson. Yeah, I would agree with that. Less targets overall um, than in in uh, Detroit, and I think in Detroit, if I'm not mistaken, he had a one monster game. But outside of that, nothing too can too crazy the rest of the year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, not expecting too much out of him, fantasy-wise. All right, then Calvin Ridley to the Jacksonville Jaguars and probably the, the wildest, funniest trade of the day yesterday. <laughs> Jags uh, pre-ordering themselves a uh, Calvin Ridley for next year for some draft picks. I, I, I just uh, was really hoping that he would end up in Vegas. Be just perfect. for the memes I mean, that yeah just for the memes that'd be perfect that would be perfect they don't need him though did you see the tiktok i sent you guy of uh so unlv has like a turnover chain but it's not turnover chain but when they get a turnover they have a slot machine turnover on their sideline 
<laughs> How is that allowed? That's awesome. I don't know, but it just the memes for for Calvin Ridley would have been too good. Yeah, that's really cool. That would be hilarious. I don't have any uh, anything to say about this trade, to be honest. I mean, obviously, it doesn't impact fantasy this year. No. But maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll see. Calvin Ridley plays. I don't even know. How old is that guy now? He's 27. That's it? Interesting. Well, he's only been in the league for like four years. Yeah, I guess. Three years. I feel like he was really old. Him. He like didn't. He graduated high school like 20. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's not even an exaggeration. Yeah, that's why I thought that he was insane. older than 27. Thought he was closer yeah. to 30. I think he's 27 now. He's like turning 28, so he'll be 28 next year in his, I guess, I don't know. Maybe he's only been in the league for three years. This would have been his. This would have been his fourth for sure, I think. This would have been his fourth. Yeah. But yeah, no impact this year. Next year, quite possible. Naheem Hines to the Buffalo Bills to be back up to Devin Singletary. Again, yeah, I don't, I don't think it changes. No, I don't. Really. There's no fantasy value here. I think it's just good for the Bills moving forward for their playoff push as cover for yeah. Devin Singletary in case he gets hurt. To have a they're kind of similar. They're back. kind of similar, similar backs. Yeah, a little bit. I think Naheem Hines will probably just be the third down guy for the time yeah, being. Great pass catcher. Yeah, Josh Allen likes to throw to running backs. If you guys need a. You guys need one. I'll give you Daryl Henderson for eight months. I know Donald's got Devin Singletary. Maybe he wants that uh, premium, he wants that insurance, that premium handcuff. Yeah. He minds exactly, exactly. So I'm open. <laughs> All right, we got another handcuff. Jeff Wilson Jr. to Miami Dolphins for Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I'm assuming is Elijah Mitchell coming back? Uh, yeah, I think he's. They're on bye this week, so I think maybe next week he'll be eligible to come off the IR. Okay. So, I mean, he was, he had no value going forward anyway, so this maybe helps his value slightly. I guess. Uh, reuniting with Mike McDaniel yep. from San Fran. So, I guess he knows the coach, which helps. But, uh, yeah, I don't really see this being anything big fantasy wise either. And that kind of is all the trades for this week. So, nothing nothing really crazy uh, fantasy-wise that happened yesterday. It was the CMC trade that happened last week. That was really the the blockbuster. So, and Kadarius Tony maybe. But we talked about that last week. So with that, let's move into uh, the review from this past week. A crazy week in fantasy this week. There have been actually a lot of close games happening recently. And guy, you want we want to start off with your matchup? Yeah, I guess. You Just were the game the of the week. We called you as game of the week, you and Pappas, and oh boy. Were we correct? <laughs> Zach 120.54. Pappas. 121.92 to continue his undefeated run. Currently 8-0. and Which is just insane. I just are we talking undefeated now? I are we going to have the undefeated talk? Greatest fantasy team in the history of our league talk? Absolutely not. 
<laughs> I'm yeah, I, was, I am not he's gonna, including someone's myself gonna, in that discussion. <laughs> someone's gonna get him without uh Jamar. If this were first take, that would be the headline opening headline on the bottom. Skip Bayless. This is the greatest fantasy team I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, he'd, he'd probably take the opposite side. He's like, yeah, they, they're going to lose the last six. Seven, however many games we play. Yeah. I think there's six more weeks. Six. The 14 to 0? Is yeah. it possible? God, no, there's just no chance with Antonio Gibson and Michael Carter as your running backs. And I guess Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, we but say cool. this, but Antonio, Antonio Gibson somehow scores. Every single week, I, this guy gets a touchdown every every goddamn week, oh, and it just pisses me off. This matchup was so he had, great. He's on the field like what, thirteen snaps a game, but somehow he gets like seventeen points. Man, this matchup was so great. He got thirteen. Hey, threw a touchdown. Got thirteen, almost thirteen and a half from Joe Burrow. You just needed one more point, guy. Actually, well, one at point, the very end, points. he threw he threw it to Mixon for like a. 10 yard gain. Oh, is that what it was? Did it? Anyone, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I thought it was P run at first and I started celebrating and then I realized it was Mixon and I was like, shit. And that just extended the lead because oh, it was like 24. Truly an amazing game. Yeah. Tyler Higby getting you 2.5. Devonta Smith getting you 4.8. Yep. Chris Olave had kind of down lead. 7 7. Buffalo defense only getting you 4. Well, Green Bay scored a late freaking touchdown against Buffalo's D. Just like a garbage time score. And it kind of screwed me. Yeah, that buried you. Because <clears throat> I think they had 11 points with like five minutes left in that game. And they ended up going having four points, giving me four points. Which is it's just brutal. This is a crazy, crazy matchup. Clay, Chase Claypool threw a touchdown pass in his last game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Just... Christian McCaffrey threw a touchdown pass, but it was to Brandon Ayuk for yeah. you were You must have been feeling <laughs> so good after McCaffrey had 36. I Yeah. In that 4 o'clock I was. window. Yeah, I mean... That's a tough that's a tough loss. I mean, every, every break there went to Pappas. Um, so as it has been all year, as it has all year, so I think it's just his year. I'm Nothing not, really I'm not betting against him again this week. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. I mean, I scored 120 points. I like I had a bad week. Yeah, that's tough. You would have beat, um, I think half the league with that. Yeah. So that's so tough. I think a win this week too would have kind of made it hard for me not to make the playoffs. But here we are. Six games left. You're fine. We'll do a yep. little standings recap after these reviews. You'll be all right. Eric, okay. you took on Matt this week in a matchup coming off of the trade that you guys completed. Aaron Jones for Devontae Adams. And you scored 127. Matt scored 115.9. Got to be feeling Got to be feeling good. Yeah. It's a glorious week. After you guys completely, completely trashed the trade, I making s- fun of how quick Matt hit accept on the trade. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I doubled down. You still doubled down. Oh, I still doubled down on it. I'm sorry. Um, early returns are high. Now, that doesn't mean Devontae is going to get .7 every game the rest of the year. Obviously, he's going to score. But, Matt, all I have to say is welcome to the Josh McDaniels um 
Josh Jacobs gets 30 carries a game, even <laughs> when you're losing 24 to nothing. Throw it to Hunter Renfro and whoever that third receiver is. I forget his name. Matt Collins. Matt Collins. I was calling him Nico Collins, but he That's, plays, for, he plays for the Texans. <laughs> but, yeah, just Derek Carr, they have no desire to get Devontae the ball. And he's had a couple, you know, huge games. He'll have a game while he'll score 31 week. Um, but if you look at the deep box score, I've watched every Raiders game pretty closely because of Devontae. He's, he's had like two good games, and one of them was Kansas City. He caught three passes. They just happen to be bombs. They just don't give him. They're just not even looking at him half the time. Um, so all I got to say is welcome to that. I mean, he's going to have good games. I'm not trashing Devontae. He's, I'll have a couple games where he pops off, but I just saw Jones – Especially for my team, I need a running back. Um, obviously, he is going to be a little more consistently scoring. Um, he's not going to give you maybe a 30-point game like Adams will, but I needed a running back that can consistently score points after the week before where my running backs combined for, I think, two points total. So, See, Eric, that's yeah. where I just I disagree with you. I think Aaron Jones is not consistent like at all. And I think he is a guy that will get you 30 points or less than 10. Yeah, so I'd say you're right based on the way they used him the first six, seven games of the year. Uh, but going forward, like I said, if they want to make the playoffs, they know they have to use him more than they have been. And they've been giving Dylan so many carries, he just isn't getting the job done. They've been trying to throw it all their rookie receivers, and it's not working. You got to you gotta. Gr- yeah, pound the ball. They they did it very well against Buffalo, so I'm confident they're going to keep doing it going forward. So it was a very forward-looking trade, and we'll see if you know who ends up scoring more points. But I was confident more in my receivers. Um, you know, with Waddle, Judy, um, Juju was a nice pickup, and we'll see Boyd if he gets a little more targets with Chase out. I'm still confident in my receivers without Devontae that. I got a good group, and I'd rather have the running back than the receiver. So, was a, uh, was Aaron Jones the guy you were looking at the whole time, or did you go to anybody else? Yeah, I I considered Henry, but obviously he had a monster game this week. I just I don't know. I I don't know if Matt would accept that. Maybe he would, but but were you looking? Tight. Did you did you talk to any other man? I mean, like any other running backs in the league? Any other managers? Um, yeah, I was talking a lot with Jeremy for one of his running backs, but he wanted a little too much. He was eyeing Josh Allen. I was like, I can't. This is my Trump card. I can't classic. go with Josh Allen. <laughs> That's classic. You know, it was, so it was just part of a deal, but honestly, Jeremy, all the trades are a little lopsided your way, I felt. So I wasn't going to give up Josh Allen. And yes, I told him that. I said, I, Give give me more um, Jeremy hate. Give me more Jeremy yeah, hate. I need it's it. not hate. I was just like, hey, I can't give up Josh Allen. I'm not. And then <laughs> I don't. I forget who else were in the deals, but I just felt whatever he was asking was always a little too much than what I wanted to give up. So, I mean, Matt obviously accepted it right away, and I was happy about that. Um, but I think I'd still take Jones. As, I I like having Jones the rest of the year. Even with AJ Dillon on your roster, that's even better. What if what if Jones gets hurt and now Dillon gets all the carries? So okay. there you go. Well, that that was my question: is who you're starting? 
Who am I starting? At Fournette, at Fournette and Jones. Uh, yeah, Leonard Fournette and Aaron Jones the and rest then, of the year, unless one's on a bye, <laughs> excuse me, or there's injuries elsewhere. I mean, I'm holding Damian Harris. Hopefully, um, he gets more into the offense, but obviously Ramondre is getting most of the carries now. But if anything happened to him, he'd get a lot more carries. But and Jamal Williams had a nice game. So yeah, I was that's 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 kind of what I was referring to is who you're playing at flex. I guess Tyler Boyd. Yeah, and then. Jamal Williams. Yeah, Juju. Juju, um, okay. I guess Judy's on a bye this week, so I'll probably play three running backs, but yeah. Okay, interesting. Looking at Matt's team, um, yeah, Derrick Henry really just turning into the Yeti. Matt, I think it's snowing in Vermont every day, every week now, so you're going to be all right. Kyle Pitts scored a touchdown, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Which yeah, of course, after you said he's like the worst fantasy player ever, right after that immediate <laughs> jinx, he has a good game. Of course. Yeah, well, I mean, Falcons threw the ball a little bit. That that game against the Panthers was just nuts. Nuts game. I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen again, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Maybe Jared saw this game this week and thought he needed to go see uh, episode two of that. So, yeah, so he needed to... DJ Moore. He bought he bought tickets, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got two Panthers on his team. Well, we can just jump into that matchup right now. Jared Miller, 140.7. Yeah. Alex Rutherford, 106.9. Alex, you scored over 100. Good job. I didn't think you were scoring 70 this week. Round of applause. So. The second highest all year. Good job, Alex. You uh, are still lowest scoring in the league, though. So, Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, and Justin Fields is a nice little pickup. Yeah, we will applaud you for that. A nice pickup in Justin Fields. That, that was easily his best move of the year. DK Metcalf came back to play this week somehow. Dude is a freak. And he scored a touchdown. So that's nice for you, Alex. Um, but the rest of your team is straight dumpster fire. Uh, there's not a single player on your bench that I would want to play on my team even though Melvin Gordon scored a touchdown. <laughs> and you didn't play him. But it wouldn't have mattered anyways. He still got those two tight ends chilling down there on the bench for oh, God knows loves, what reason. He loves some tight ends. I, I, he just Alex, wants to keep why? it tight. He wants to keep it tight down there. I don't understand. And he bid. He can't drop him because he bids so much on that. <laughs> He's got like over 200 fab wrapped up <laughs> in him. the tight ends. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he knew Mark. Maybe Mark Andrews is not going to play. He knew it. Maybe. Insider information, just like me with Tyler Boyd. Exactly. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, Jared, though, he scored 140, Jared. Congratulations, and you won. Thanks to Alvin Kamara. Thanks to Alvin Kamara. Three touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, after three stellar performances in a row, uh, crapped the bed. Because the Raiders crapped the bed. DJ Moore, also elite with PJ Walker, apparently. It just shows you how bad Baker Mayfield is. And Najee Harris, still sitting in that lineup, Jared. Can we talk about Najee? He's bad. He's not very good. Uh, he's terrible. Like, That's... even in real life, he's just like... Not a good running not back. Not good. No. Not very good. Like, you see his vision's horrible. He just makes cuts that you're like, 
what are you doing? Well, I know it's different when we have a bird's eye view. can see the holes clearly, but he misses wide open holes a lot. And he tries to dance so much. Like, he's a 230-pound running back. Why doesn't he just, like, lower shoulder and get an extra two? He never does that. Nope. He's Trent Richardson-esque. He is Trent Richardson-esque. Just saw a graph with Trent Richardson and Najee And Steelers fan Alex is pretty delusional about this, I gotta say. About Najee Harris? Yes, he's like, it's all the line. I get some of it's the line. But I think if you send Joe Mixon there, Joe Mixon's putting up way better other numbers than Najee is, in my opinion. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think Najee's, Najee's a really bad running back, so I would agree with you. Yeah, I think he should have been traded at the deadline yesterday by the Steelers. But They just need so much more than a running back. That's why it was dumb of them to pick him in the first round. Jared, I hope for your sake that you're not playing him this week, buddy. Because you just got a ball. You just got a ball. Oh, God, you're right. They are on by this week. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope they don't. Fair, fair. Next week, he'll play him for sure, though. Absolutely. Jared, just stick to your gut, ride it out. Jared, coming off the bye, Najee's going to be ready. We are are at an hour. We are at an hour here. Are we at an hour? Is it going to kick us? Yep, in five seconds. All right, we'll be back. Classic uh, free Microsoft Teams. Only letting us on here for an hour with multiple people. All right, boys. Welcome back. We got 60 more minutes on the clock. And we can only use 30 because of uh, the Xavier game tonight. So let's keep on trucking. Next matchup, Dolan taking on Jeremy in a huge shootout this week. Dolan 151.7, Jeremy 162.5. I feel so bad for Dolan. I, this is... I don't have words. Zero words. Tough. Tough luck. That's more than tough luck. That's more than tough luck. It's happened to him twice this year. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I felt bad for myself losing to Pappas by one point. I feel worse for Dolan. And he could have won. That's the That's the craziest part, too. He had Jacoby Brissett vulturing a touchdown on the goal line. And then Amari Cooper caught a touchdown pass, juggled it in bounds. And that really just screwed him. If Amari Cooper hadn't scored, I think he wins this game. Because I think that was like a that was like a twenty five plus yard touchdown pass. Yeah, and he so, didn't even have Eckler this week. Yeah. He had Tony Pollard, who uh, in place, no Zeke this week. No but Zeke and literally probably, no backup probably, running back playing the Detroit Yeah, Lions. he probably would have played Pollard over Hunt, too. So you figure Eckler scores more than nine. Yeah. Dolan could have had a dumb week because Eckler's been really good this year. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is back. He's looking good. Which helps Dolan a lot because Keenan Allen apparently is still hurt. So <laughs> he might not play the rest of the year. He's got a lingering hammy like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Just like won't heal. That's the problem with the hammies. Yep. And on the other side, Jeremy, I mean, just disgusting. Only seven points from Raheem Mostert. 
and you still put up 162. It's just crazy. AJ Brown could have had five touchdowns. I think he had 30. I think he had 30 in the first, the first half. I have Saquon didn't even have a great game. Yeah. Crazy, crazy matchup this week. Kenyon Drake on the bench, boys. Might be paying off. We might have spoke too soon. Maybe. Gotta start him this week. Monday Night Football. <laughs> Gotta start him. If he plays like that, he's he's worth every every bit of that two twenty. He might have been worth even like two fifty. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. I don't have any other words for this matchup though. You guys are gonna keep scoring points and Ugh, Dolan, I just Dolan has, go, Dolan has uh, two wins. It's <laughs> insane. Dolan, go try to find yourself like a four leaf clover in the forest or something, buddy. Because yeah, I feel feel real bad if you don't make the playoffs with the amount of points that you scored this year. All right, and last matchup of the week, myself and Donald, one that I thought I was for sure losing until garbage time happened on Monday night, and T Higgins. Mossed whoever the hell that corner was and took it to the house. And uh, that's, I think this is, this is like three weeks in a row for me now, winning barely with like some of my last yeah. players. I did it it's against bullshit. Eric. I did you it against the, Eric. I think you have the lowest points against in the league. Do I? Yeah, your team sucks. You should be where Dolan is and Dolan should be where you are. <laughs> Team is awful. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love it. Sorry, it's true. I mean, God. Yeah, you are Edwards. Points points against Michael. So I am, but I'm middle of the pack in points for. So take it with a grain of salt, boys. Yeah, which means you should be middle of the pack, but you're in second. I am indeed. Lucky. Middle of the pack is only exposed in the playoffs. Middle of the pack is only one point, though. Oh, one game. Out. But anyways, anyways, Dolan, Donald and I's matchup, uh, 111 for me, 106.9 for Don. And uh, like I said, T. Higgins pushing me over the edge after a close, close matchup. And yeah. You know, Don, did Don's trades do pretty good? They weren't horrible. The only one that was horrible was... Uh, Your trade. <laughs> Cortland Sutton, who got 1.8. And David Montgomery had 7. C.D. Lamb had a nice game for him. Yep, C.D. Lamb, Terry. Terry had a, Terry had a nice game. Mm-hmm. And Dak Prescott on his bench. Devin Duvernay, too. The Ravens are an interesting team. Yeah. Very, very interesting team with their receiving options that they have that Lamar is throwing to. And those are all the matchups for this week. You guys got anything else you want to say about those? Nope, I'm still sad that I lost, but it's okay. <laughs> Glad you're on the most podcast. Most exciting week, most exciting week of the year, I'd say, so far. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with oh, that too. Sure. Oh, more of this sure. continues. No one under, no one under 100 this week for the first time. Oh, that deserves a round of applause. Mainly because Alex scored over 100 for good. the second time. <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at the standings. We got Pappas eight and zero. I am five and three in second place, tied with Matt Kent. Then in tied for fourth, we got Jeremy, Zach, 
Eric and Jared all at four and four. Can we just can we go back to two second place teams? I mean, good lord, those teams should be in like second to last. They're two of the worst rosters in the league. I like my roster than better than yours, personally. Eh, I don't. I have more points for. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, that's. I played. I played better all year. I would disagree. How? How? What? How can you disagree when I have like forty more points than you? You have twenty more points than me. Okay, twenty more points than you. Because you can't look at points for and points against when it's mul- multiple weeks through the year, because of the. Uh, spread on a single week you know scoring 150 140 one week for you and then putting up 90 balances that out you know so you got to take into consideration i've only scored under 100 once yeah i've definitely gotten lucky the last couple weeks winning with in the let's go to let's go to eric eric who do you think who do whose team do you like better roster rest the season yeah uh, let me take a quick look before you, you guys fill some time. Here, I, I'll <laughs> just read out the roster so everyone can hear this. All right, okay. so Zach, Zach's lineup runs as uh, Joe Burrow, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Tyler Higby, Devonta Smith, Garrett Wilson, and the Bills defense. And my roster lines up as Jalen Hurts, Damian Pierce, Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin, uh, Josh Palmer, or Jacoby Myers, or Gus Edwards. I don't know who I'll play at Flex. And uh, the Patriots defense. Pretty even. I, if I were a manager, I'd probably take Zach's lineup as it is. I know the ESPN projections this week say otherwise, but I think in rest of year. Yeah, he doesn't have McCaffrey in his lineup this week. Yeah. 49ers are on by. McCaffrey's just the ultimate trump card. He'll probably be the best player the rest of the year in fantasy, and as long as he stays healthy. Burrow will have his big week, so he'll put up 40. He just had a horrible week last week. And, yeah, the rest of your team and Hill is obviously, once he starts finding the end zone, might be the number one receiver. So Zach might have the best running back, the best receiver, and top five quarterback if the Bengals can figure out how to block for Burrow. But, <laughs> That's a big if. Yeah, it's a big if. Does that settle the debate? I'd still, I'd lean Zach. It's not like you're that, that much farther ahead. No, yeah, that's I, I mean, that's that's uh, your take. But any given everyone week, can have their own take. You know. Yeah, it's fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Doesn't have McCaffrey this week. Yeah, I'll probably take the O without McCaffrey. Gotta back yeah, my sure. boys. Yep, and if James Conner doesn't play, fuck. Who will play? But we'll get into that in the preview. So no, we just what jump. is with these? I was gonna say, what is with these playoffs? Percentage projections because right now it has seven of us. I like See, you just greater can't. than sixty. Yeah, you can't, just can't yeah. get it. You just ESPN is never right. I don't even know what they the do. The math doesn't add up to me that 
Jared is at 70%, and he's in seventh. And then all the rest <laughs> of us are like 65 and above, basically. Well, it has Alex at 7%. We all know that's zero. <laughs> Percent. <laughs> it's got Dolan at eighteen percent. I think that so, could change. Well, I'm easily. at sixty sixty-nine percent. I mean that's pretty nice. That's nice. That's pretty nice. good. I'm happy with that. It says I'm ninety-two and uh I definitely think I'm a fifty fifty shot for the playoffs. There's no way you're ninety-two percent. You're one there's so many teams that are one game back from you. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I think it I I don't know I don't know what the calculation they use. It must factor in like your streak. Like I've won three in a row, so they think my team's hot. And that's just not the case. <laughs> so Alright. Before we get into the previews for next week, and we're gonna need to go fast. Uh we're running out of time here. But A B award winner of the week this week. Uh this was a struggle. No one really sticks out in the world or in the NFL world. So we're just going to go ahead and give it to Alex Rutherford uh, just for consistently being a <laughs> terrible default. manager. Yeah. So, Alex, congrats. Uh, we might ship you a present for that since you love AB so much. Loser of the week, Zach, it's going to go to you for losing to Pappas um, by less than a point and a half. That's brutal to take. Winners of the week, multiple, because uh, such good games this week. Myself for the um, garbage time touchdown for T. Higgins. I like how you can constantly give yourself winner of the week. It's like (laughs) the third different time that you've done this. It just reminds me of that meme that, like, uh, (laughs) of the someone putting, I think it's Obama putting the medal on himself. On himself, correct. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, you can you can fight me on it. I'm I'm not giving it because I want it, but the last three weeks, like I've talked about, I've sure it isn't one. This is clearly a way to boost your ego, isn't it, guy? Extremely. You caught on. Yeah, you got me. You caught on. Uh, but I've won by like four points each of the last three weeks, so uh, I've just gotten lucky and I've needed those wins. So I consider it a win for my team. So myself, uh, Pappas, for pulling it out without Jamar Chase. Jeremy for putting up a stupid score and beating uh, Dolan, also putting up a stupid score. And Eric for taking the trade matchup against Matt Kent this week. So congrats to everyone. Basically there. everyone but Jared. Just a shot of Jared. He was yeah. the only winner that didn't actually win, apparently. Yeah, because he played Alex, so it doesn't count. It's a guaranteed win. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Except if it's uh, me. Somehow he beat me. Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Because he scored like 116. I was like, wow, you talked all time. this smack and you lost to him, Zach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach put up 82 against Alex. You and cannot Alex talk scored. about Alex the rest of the year. He beat you head to head. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. I mean, the Jets beat the Bengals head to head last year. That's what I always tell him. He always comes back with me. The Jets beat the Bengals last year. Steelers beat the Bengals this year. <laughs> exactly. Proving my point even more. <laughs> All right, boys, let's roll into week nine previews. Guy, we play each other this week. Yeah, I'm probably going to lose without uh, CMC. I mean, I'm starting Isaiah Pacheco as my RB2. So. I mean, that, that evens the playing field a little bit, but yeah. Uh, we'll you have Travis Kelsey back. I do have Travis Kelsey back, so that is quite nice. 
got T against the the Panthers. That could be. Yeah, I uh, I don't like commenting. It's I'm favored by nine points in this matchup, which I think is crazy. Seems uh, high. Yeah, um, Eric. I mean, who, I think you I like, like my team. I like my team a little better than 106. Um, but go on, Eric. So we get to say. Uh, I just kind of broke it down earlier, but I like Zach's team better with McCaffrey. I'd say I like, despite him not playing, I'd take Zach with the spread. Maybe to win outright, take Zach this week. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I like my team better in 106. Um, I think you got some pretty decent matchups this week for your players. Jefferson against the Commanders, Hurts against Houston. Um, I didn't really need James Conner to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should be a nice practiced. matchup against the Seahawks. He practiced some today. Um, yeah, I, I don't see my, I <laughs> please no. I need James Conner. <laughs> He's been um, playing the last. I like my team better than 106. I still think I don't. I don't win this week. I do like Garrett Wilson going forward, though. That was nice to see him actually utilized. Um, they were designing like end rounds for him, getting him, getting him going deep. So if he can be a solid flex for me going forward, that would be nice. It's highest receiving week um, of the year this year, 115 yards. Yeah, I mean, Six I expect Chris. Chris Olave probably gets going um, more, more so than he did this past week. But no, I do think I'm going to lose. All right, but I'd on. take my spread. I'd take my spread. Yeah, I, I think uh, I actually think you're going to win this week. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is going to find the end zone a lot against the uh, Bears, and I think my players are going to struggle to find the end zone this week. So I will take you in this matchup. All right, matchup number two, Dolan versus Eric. This will be interesting. Right. Eric, you are favored by three and a half. Yep. No Nick Chubb for Dolan. That helps a lot. No Chubb or Hunt. So he's kind of down he's to... Uh, playing Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah. <laughs> and Allen Robinson. Allen, Allen Robinson. And if Keenan Allen doesn't play this week, I think you're looking pretty good. Yeah. yeah, probably Darnell Mooney or Paris. I really like Goddard, what he's been able to do this year. Uh, I'm streaming Evan Ingram this week because Pat Fryermuth is on by. Um, it's not a bad stream. Monster. So yeah, I'd say it's anyone's game. Um, Jamal Williams had a big week last week, but see if he keeps it up. If Swift plays again, so I'd say this is a complete toss-up. Not gonna. Never want to pick myself in fantasy because you never know. <laughs> sure. Yes, yes, exactly. It is very fair. Um, I think I'm going to take Eric here. Uh, I also, I think I also take Eric. I don't Josh like Allen. It. I like when you carries guys him this guys. week. <laughs> I just think there's too many guys out for Dolan this week. Yeah, I think so too. And if I just Dolan, don't think Eckler if, if Dolan is has a get carried. Don't right. And I think, uh, I, uh, yeah, I basically I just think Eckler and Hopkins uh, come down on their points score this week, and it just Maybe can't Lamar. put up enough. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe Lamar will have a good week. Back. Uh, maybe. He's been, I mean, not bad, but definitely hasn't been as good as it was early in the season. He just doesn't really have any options to throw to right now. Um, it None. It depends if Mark Andrews He's, plays. Yeah. You, yeah. Demarcus Robinson and Devin DuVernay were the two guys last week, so we shall see. Yep. All right. We got Alex taking on Jeremy this week. Um, Jeremy without Saquon Barkley, Amari Cooper, Debo Samuel this week. Alex without George Pickens or Michael Gallup or Melvin Gordon. Um, Jeremy's got three starters on by, and Jeremy's still easily going to win this game. Yes, Jeremy has three starters on by, and he still has a full starting lineup. So uh, He's favored by 12, and I'm taking that spread and the win for Jeremy. Yep. Alex is starting with double tight ends. I, oh, yikes. I, I'm thinking, uh, I think Alex breaks 100 again this week. But maybe like 102. Jeremy's going to get like 140. Eric, so another big win. I'm going to take a, a shocker of all shockers. I'm going to take Alex this week. Oh, holy win shit, game. folks. Wow. He's got to win another game here or there. Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> if he plays. If Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, I'm. So we expecting Jeremy, a uh, Taysom Hill breakout game against the uh, Ravens again this week? Or Jonathan Taylor. He's got to have a, a good game one of these games. Against He's the Patriots? Decent defense. He's got Sam Ellinger at quarterback. <laughs> In New England. It's going to be a tough one. That's a bold oh, take. I mean, that's like, I like, that's, like picking, uh, that's like picking Northwestern against Ohio State this weekend. That's pretty comparable. <laughs> that's crazy, dog. That is. Am I wrong though? I mean, no. That's, that's pretty good. This would be, this would be a ma- would monster be, upset. This would be yeah. This would be uh This would be pretty pretty big in the standings too. If if Jeremy dropped a game to Alex, yeah, yeah, that would be nuts. I wouldn't like that because if I lose, I'm only one game. I'm only one game back of last. <laughs> Eric, you, Eric, you sparked some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just didn't even, I didn't even consider even thinking about Alex winning. I think I touched the right nerve there, and yeah, I think if Alex wins, that would be chaos. They, you know, <laughs> fantasy, you always got to zig when you think it's going to zag, so. Yeah, you got to think, Al- I mean, Alex's team's got nothing to lose. They they got nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing to play for you. He hasn't had a lot of luck all year. It's got to break his way sometimes, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, I don't know, maybe not this week. And Jeremy's got three of his better players on by. So. All right, wait. Well, that leads us into uh, a guy who's had all the luck this year, and that's Michael Pappas taking on Jared Miller. <laughs> I swear, dude, if he if he wins again with this, sh- Claypool if it- on the Bears now, he would have been out this week, but he's got the Dallas defense who's been putting up points on by. He's got Brandon Ayuk on bye. He's got Jamar Chase injured and he's got George Kittle on bye. Meanwhile, for Jared, he finally gets some help and is benching Najee Harris courtesy of a bye week. <laughs> and he is favored by 15. Uh, that seems high. I'm, I'm taking Pappas to win and to cover. cover to win. Not to win. No, I, I just can't see it. That's what we say every week. We say this weeks. every week, but Antonio Gibson always scores like twenty for him. <laughs> and see, and Edwards Hilaire will probably freaking score a touchdown. Mike Gesicki will have another big game. 
Rondell Moore. Michael Michael Carter will probably go for one fifty. I'm, I'm not picking him though. I'm not. I'm picking Jared. It's finally gonna be Jared. You guys do this every week. How do you do it to yourselves? Because it just shouldn't happen. I'm trying to speak it into existence, but it's <laughs> yeah, not working. It's not working. Yeah, I'm it's taking Pappas. I'm taking Pappas too. I don't know how you keep picking against him, Zach. He's just because if you go through the matchups, like where does he lose? Two every... spots. He loses everywhere. He only wins it with Stephon Diggs and probably Patty Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Exactly. Like, so this shouldn't even be close. Exactly. So he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah. So it's Pappas yeah, all day. I'm, That's why I took Alex. I gotta pick. As much as I want to see Jared lose, that's why I'm. Oh, that's why I'm picking Jared. Because when I say it, Pappas probably will <laughs> win. So I'm picking Jared to win, hoping he loses. All right, I'll I'll anoint you as Jinx King for this week, guy. Okay. My blessing. You have my Hopefully blessing. Hopefully, it works. You have my blessing. All right, guys. Final matchup of the week. It's Donald Foley taking on Matt Kent in a surprisingly good game. The line is 0.5 to Matt Kent. No, actually, to Donald Foley. 0.5 to Don. Wow. Yeah, decent amount of buys for Donald this week. Yeah, a lot of buys. He's got Cortland Sutton, C.D. Lamb, and Dak Prescott all on buy this week. And Matt Kent has not a sin, not a soul. Not a soul on by this week for Matthew Kent. Defense. Oh, the Denver defense is on by. He is yet to pick up a pick up a defense. Interesting. So, so Matt will be favored once he picks up a defense. Thank you for catching me on that. He's also I starting think, I think double flex tight or dual tight ends this week. Gerald Everett at flex. I think I like Matt this week. Yeah, I think, his, I, think, uh, I think so too. I think Derrick Henry is just, uh, yeah. even though they're playing the Chiefs, I think just too good, as Eric yeah. knows very well. Yeah, Derrick Henry almost single-handedly <laughs> carried Matt to victory last week. I was 200 yards. He just, yeah, the Texans were... They were putting like eight in the box and they still couldn't tackle him. So <laughs> crazy. I know historically Henry's done well against the Chiefs too, so I'd probably lean Matt here. And it just seems like when it's a fifty fifty game, Matt just seems to win in fantasy all the time. So yeah, he's riding with that luck. I got got really lucky to take him down last week, but I gotta count my blessings as I have them because Usually when that happens, Matt's beaten me in the past. So. Matt must have forgotten to pray to his uh, totem poles last week. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's Derrick Henry only got him 35. I mean, that's actually lucky on my end. He should have carried him to victory the way the Texans were playing him. So, got to pray better this week. Heard it here, Matt. Got to make a sacrifice this week. Got to offer something up. Sacrifice a chicken or something. Yeah, you do something. All right, boys. Well, that is the end of the pod for this week. We're almost right at 6.30. It's almost Xavier basketball time. Eric, I want to thank you for coming on. Great to have you. Great to have your analysis. We'd love to have you back this year. Absolute pleasure, guys. And I hope the fans enjoyed a little – Get you guys getting it back a little bit for your your interesting (laughs) takes in the past. 
interesting. Hey, we take all the criticism we can get. We uh, we love it. Well, we do. This podcast, this league is about shit housing, and that's what I love. So anybody else who wants to come on this podcast, speak their mind. You're free to come on. Jared Miller has already. Dis- I think uh, yeah. I think I think Jared wants to come on and address these twisted T. Yeah. Mr. Shots corrupt, that I keep taking at him. Mr. Corrupt Commission has already put forward his interest in joining. Anybody else, yeah. you're welcome to join. We'd love to have everybody this year. So uh, just let us know. We we gotta get we gotta get Alex on this pod, man. Yeah, Alex deserves a say. You guys have bashed him all year. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure least. what he's gonna say to us, but yeah, he's more than welcome to come on. I feel like uh, you guys need to direct a little more of your bashing equally across the league. It's been disproportionately me, Alex, and Jared. And for some reason, everyone else gets a pass. I haven't heard one negative thing about, you know, hey, Matt. We, we, come, we go at Jeremy a little bit. We go oh, at yeah. Not for his uh, management. It's hard to go at Jeremy for his management when he's got a team of uh, first stringers. We go, at, we go at him for his outrageous trade. Outrageous proposals. trades. Matt Ken has outrageous luck. Luck. We always want I mean, him to can't, lose. Can't say anything and, uh, about Pat. Yeah, I can't say anything about Pat. And uh, it's fair. I guess. What about just Donald? Leaves. Donald gets a pass. True, Donald dude. Donald, your team sucks. I mean, <laughs> but he's trying at least. This is why. This is why we go at Alex so hard because he sucks and he doesn't try to get better. At least Donald's trying. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm a terrible manager, so I can shit talk myself, but. Uh, if you feel free, yeah, exactly. If anyone wants to come on here and just destroy us, you're more than welcome. Eric, you gave it your all this week. We appreciate that. Tried. And you guys did throw the first shot. I want to make it clear. You said I was I was dumb for starting MBS, and so I gave it back to you the next week. So and that's just yeah, started but, everything. But then, yeah, but then you dropped him. him. So who's yeah. right? Who put up a goose? He was on by last week. I might pick him up again. Oh, uh, he week. dropped a goose, what, and you do? dropped him. <laughs> that's what happened yeah, yeah. well I won my matchup the week that you said I shouldn't start him so that's what I'm, I'm holding well you would have won anyways so true <laughs> yeah I was holding you accountable for your wrong take that's all I was doing and then it started oh, well we have a lot of wrong takes yeah you guys are trending towards the Skip Bayless Shannon Sharp category I don't know I heard I heard wow. we got a lot of fans yeah, we probably are. You're going to eclipse a we're, dozen viewers this week, potentially. Yeah, I think we're going to chart on Spotify once <laughs> I put the correct audio up. So Yeah. Awesome. Then maybe I can quit my job. Yeah, yeah we're going to be getting a lot of contacts, some some press. <laughs> I'll pass this on to everyone deals. I know. We'll yeah. maybe get, Circulate get this a, around. More, more views this week. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's it. A little bit of a rush pod, but a good one nonetheless. And... uh We'll see y'all soon. Signing off for now. Go Muskies.